Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 24th, 2019. We start with an article from the Wall Street Journal that the European Commission finds lack of oversight in golden visa programs. These are citizen via investment plans, which uh, really have a lot of lack of oversight. These programs provide European passports to wealthy individuals from across the globe. And these, unfortunately, have been used as a program for uh, money launderers and other nefarious actors. So it's good to see uh, more transparency in how nationality is granted and more cooperation between the member states. Next, a story by Francine McKenna in Market Watch. She reports that Maxine Waters says she'll be investigating Milk Mulvaney's actions at the CFPV. She plans to uh, create the first ever congressional subcommittee focusing on diversity and to introduce le- legislation which reverses Ben Carson's policies at UD. But clearly, this investigation of the CFPB, uh, Mulvaney uh, had announced he really just wanted to destroy the agency, and he set out to do so. It's going to be interesting to see which way the direction goes and what it means for the administration. Next up, uh, we had another guilty plea in the basketball, NCAA basketball corruption scandal as Former University of Arizona assistant Emmanuel Book Richardson became the latest person to plead guilty in a federal prosecution that exposed corruption in college basketball recruiting. He uh, told the judge that he accepted $20,000 in 2017 in exchange for a promise to steer student athletes potentially headed to the NBA to an aspiring business agent. So um, once again, uh, more Guilty pleas after the guilty verdicts in this case. And once again, the NCAA is really silent on this travesty. Um, No doubt they will penalize Western Kentucky for this matter. And finally, we have another story on corruption from the world of sports. And we're asked the question, is a hacker a whistleblower? I would certainly hope the answer to that is yes. But there have been many damning secrets of the professional soccer business FIFA exposed by a deluge of leaks, which have shined an unflattering light on some of the sport's most popular players. The man behind the leaks, a 30-year-old Portuguese named Rui Pinto, has been arrested in Budapest, and he faces extradition to uh, Portugal for um, other crimes. Uh, Nevertheless, uh, he's also uh, probably will be prosecuted by the Portuguese authorities, Uh, And this obviously would be a very negative impact on whistleblowers uh, as transparency always trumps those who tried to hide bribery and corruption. And FIFA was right up there uh, at the top of doing this. So it's a story that we're certainly going to follow. And once again, the world of sports provides uh, several lessons learned for the compliance practitioner. This one is around whistleblowers. And what do you do? to not only prevent retaliation, but make sure a whistleblower is valued in your organization. This is Tom Fox. If you have any ideas for the daily compliance news, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current 
contemporary movies, and classic movies. Also premiering in December. And finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that we are in production, and we'll go live after the first of the year on the Compliance Podcast Network.